Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Our company, ProFunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you. Right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. Today on the show, we're excited to bring on a guest that's going to talk to us about how flipping properties can generate a full-time income. Sean, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself. You have a really fascinating story. Yeah. I know today it's going to be a really great topic that we're going to dive into. But yeah. just to start, tell us a little bit about your background and um, you know what, what you do for a living. Uh, yeah, so I started out uh, you know, working basically for a large manufacturer. Um, worked there for 18 years. But while I was doing that, I was starting to invest in real estate, um, you know, different, few different ways of doing it. Um, in the last four years, I left that, uh, that manufacturing job and uh, went full time into uh, investing and uh, I've been doing that since. Wow, incredible. Yeah. Your story is incredible. And when I heard about it, I said, oh my gosh, we have to have him on the show so people can actually see what you can do. Mm-hmm. So you incredible. you did your first flip about 11 years ago, yep. and now you're up to doing about 30 flips a year. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty great. That's intense. It is, yeah. It Dude. can be quite busy. Yeah, I was wondering, how busy <laughs> yeah. are you? Um, it's a lot of running around. It's a lot of coordinating. Um, but it's not as bad as it sounds. Once you get some systems in place and mm-hmm. uh, know what you're doing, it's a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for, like you said, 11, 12 years. So, uh, you know, it wasn't always 30 flips. We've worked our way up to that. Is it a family business? Uh, well, it's myself and uh, my wife uh, helps out as well, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, mainly just me. Wow. Yeah. So talk talk to us about how you got started in this. Like yeah. why real estate, first of all, and yep. then why flipping? <laughs> uh, well, good question. Uh, it really didn't start out that way where it was intentionally going to be uh, flipping houses and that's all I wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. When I first started, uh, I was working full time, like I said, and I was really looking for or searching for something that would give me wealth and would give me sort of generational wealth and mm-hmm. I didn't have to work J-O-B. All day, every day, yeah. I wanted some autonomy. Um, so I just started, started, just started searching for something that could generate that for me. And right. the more I read, the more I looked online, the more I did some research. It seemed like real estate was kind of that path to that. Um, Rich dad, poor dad was kind of a you know started me on that <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It, for a lot of investors. A lot of Um, So I just started looking into that. And uh, one day there was an auction going on in Waterloo. um, And I decided I just wanted to go and take a look. I was just going to go watch. I wasn't going to do anything. I just wanted to see how it was going to happen. So I went to it. And, uh, you know, I called my wife two hours later, basically said, I I bought a house. I love that. (laughs) Whoa. So So it was was kind of a mistake, the first one. That's interesting. So I've never done an auction. And I've never purchased it through an auction. I know this isn't part of what we're going to talk about solely but so was it a tax sale no nope, um, it was a complete auction so it actually had an auctioneer sitting up on the porch wow. yeah barking out the, the numbers wow. and seeing who wanted to bid and who didn't want and to did bid. you need cash to close how did that work yeah you need a 10 percent down of whatever your right, bid right, was right. and then you had 10 days from that point to to pay the rest so, so it was you really must have got a great financing deal. And, and getting it uh, i well you know i wasn't really sure i i it was my first foray <laughs> into it so i just started sort of took a leap so just kind of a spur of the moment it decision? was yeah yeah sounds like yeah. something yeah. i would do yeah, yeah it really does, it does <laughs> no risk no reward right so 
Yeah, I agree. Totally. So you bought that original property and that was a flip for you? It was a flip and I made pretty much every mistake that you could possibly make on that. I had no clue really what I was doing, right? So it was just sort of trial by fire. Did Um, you do the work yourself or did you hire people to do the work? No, I'm not handy at all. So so yeah, just uh, I basically was a GC on that project and um, like I said, made all kinds of mistakes still made money on it at the end of the day. So that was kind of like the first foray into it. And then it just built from there. Wow. Well, so how did your strategy change then from your initial purchase to now up to what you're doing and being able to, you know, continue to do these flips multiple times a year? What was your strategy like from there forward? Yeah, and it's changed. And when I first, so I did the first flip and then um, when it, like I said, I was reading a lot. I was trying to educate myself. I really didn't have anybody to turn to, but nobody I knew was really into that space. They weren't investing. So I was sort of doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so why, what I started to read was if you wanted some wealth, you had to buy buy and hold properties and you had to have all these properties that you're renting out mm-hmm. uh, for cash flow. So that's what I did. And I started buying uh, these houses. But what quickly happens, I'm sure you know, is you start to lose, uh, you start to not have any money left to buy more properties, right? Yes. Uh, very quickly happens. And this was back in the time when 5% down was fine and you could I love those days. Easy. There were properties I love those too. <laughs> it was great. It's not like that anymore. No, it's horrible. That's so, why the private money market absolutely. is so hopping right yeah. now. I mean, that's the only way people are getting funding. That's you right. can't do this anymore without private nope. money. So nope. It's a huge market for us. Yeah, that's what I found out. And, uh, yeah. and so I got stuck, right? And um, from that point, I thought, well, how am I going to start to generate more money to buy more properties? Mm-hmm. And I started to flip as well as buy the buy and holds. Good for you. So, you know, it's just sort of, you know, we did one or two and then we did three or four and it just slowly built up uh, wow. while I was working my full time job as well. So, Jeez. yeah. And, and did you have children yeah. as well? Yeah, I've got uh, two young boys, yeah, 12 and eight right now. So, well, you know. Who to you for that. Good. I love seeing success. And I love when people really put the effort forward and make it happen, you know, because you can, everybody can't, it's just doing it. Right. And, and putting the energy forward. So congratulations. That's amazing. So when you're looking for these properties, um, like for your next flip, for instance, is there certain criteria that you look for Mm -hmm. in in finding these flips or do you look for certain types of properties or certain locations? What's your criteria? Yeah. And I think that changes with experience. Like right now I'll take on pretty much anything as long as the numbers make sense. So for me right now, it's all just about the numbers. Um, So analyzing the numbers and making sure that the property is going to fit that sort of criteria is number one for me. Back when I first started, it was more about trying to find stuff that was easy, sort of lipstick Mm. type flips, um, you know, easy carpet and paint, that sort of thing, maybe a kitchen. Um, Now it's it's anything from that to a full gut where you're redoing the entire house. So wow. Yeah. And do you have a full team of trades and you know that 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 work just for you in these processes i mean obviously you're you have the volume there now yeah i've tried it a few different ways i've tried to have people in-house um it's very difficult to do i think it's very difficult in general right now to find good contractors um they're just so busy if they're good they're busy Mm -hmm. you know and so i've done it both ways but right now it's mainly just finding crews to to work on projects and i do projects in a lot of different cities so I can't really have those people go from city to city. I was going to ask right? you, is it all yeah. centrally located? Are you in one area no. or you're spreading yourself out I'm a little anything bit? Anything from Sarnia to Guelph, uh, pretty much anywhere southwestern Ontario. Wow. Yeah. And how do you manage to find... Like, that, 
I say this before, but the largest challenge I had is trades right. because yeah. there's so many people building. There's so much construction happening. I mean, the market is booming yes. in Ontario with real estate. Yep. And that's the hardest challenge. The biggest challenge is to find good people that do a good job. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, back a few, year, a few years ago, that was a lot easier. And now that's the biggest challenge for me mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. Finding deals for me is pretty easy right now. Uh, getting, you know, money for the deals is I was going to say, funding is easy because you got private easy. money. Yeah. If you uh, got a good deal, you can get the financing. It's uh, it's trades right now is is the challenge. So how do you find your deals? Yeah. yeah good <laughs> question. That's yeah. Well, and and again, it's different when you first start to how yeah. I do it now. And now right. I'm, I'm pretty well known. So I have people bringing me deals. Yes. Yeah, wholesalers, right? We do a lot of guerrilla marketing as well. So we buy uh-huh. houses, signs, door knocking, yellow letters, that type of thing. So, um, and even MLS, we're still finding deals on uh, on Realtor.ca as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a sort of multi-pronged uh, cool. attack. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I know how that is because once you start closing on deals and people know that you're actually going to close, yes, the deals just keep come you flowing. You become known as the closer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the deals just come flowing in. So that's great. Yeah. So you're doing 30 flips a year right now. Yes, this year we'll do 30 flips. Wow. I'd love to know, like, what's the average profit on something like that on each each flip? It were, average profit would be somewhere in the twenty to 30,000 wow. range. Um, we do enough volume that we can do a little bit less. Whereas if you're, you know, kind of a smaller uh, flipper doing one or two at a time, you, you might want to have a, a, larger, a higher a uh, spread, right? Yeah. Um, but for us, it's, it's okay because of the volume. So have you ever lost money? I have, yeah. Um, I think, you know, there's always risk no matter what you're doing, especially in flipping. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have lost, um, and, and I haven't lost significant money, thank God, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a few thousand on a couple of flips. Well, it's all about so. learning the industry, right? Yeah. So if you don't, I mean, I can say I've lost money before and that just taught me how to move forward and you learn by your mistakes. It's yes. getting the dirt off your knees and Absolutely. get back up and go forward and plow through it. And, yeah. and hopefully you don't make the same mistake. Yeah, you learn well, if you do, there's a problem. Right? That's right. You're not doing something. <laughs> Sean, you're currently at about 30 properties a year, um, flipping properties. That's amazing. It's just absolutely incredible. Yeah. So we want to dig into a case study to learn a little bit more about your approach and, um, you know, an actual case study to learn about what you do. So tell us a bit about a property that you've recently done a flip on. Yeah. So recently did a property in Woodstock and it was, um, it wasn't a large flip, like it wasn't a full gut, but it was a significant renovation. So uh, we bought it off the MLS and it was uh, listed at 160. This was last year. So it was, you know, things were basically selling for either what they were listed for or there was bidding wars. So we actually paid for our listing price. Um, so paid 160. 160. That's, that's a good price. Good. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, well, it's, you know, we buy usually distressed properties, right? That's, uh, that's how we purchase our, our properties. And that's how we get such a good deal. Um, because we're usually solving someone's problem, problem, right? Yes. I know. I see that. So we bought it for 160. Um, we sold it for 280 and we put about 80,000 into it. And that included all the fees and, and, uh, financing. Yeah. So and, the, the house that you bought, was it, a, is it a single family home? Single family home. Yeah. So are all your houses that you buy single family homes? Not all of them, but that's uh, that's the main thing that we look for. It's a lot easier to sell a single family home uh, typically, like yes. quickly. Um, and there's more of a market for that, right? right. What we try and do is we try and buy sort of entry level homes. Yeah. Um, so that again, the market is bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you, you finding the mortgage rules tightening up part? 
harder to sell or has it affected your business at all? Not really. No, no not so much for the yeah. first time buyer. No, right. The market's been pretty good in terms of people buying. Right. Yeah. I would agree. Specifically in that price point, that's a really safe, yes. safe, that safe pl- price point to be in. Very wise. That's yeah. good. So, now is the location, sorry, one yeah. more question. Is the location of the property, so would it be in a... Uh, a good end of the town or or does it matter the location to you? Not necessarily. I mean, ideally, you like to take the old cliche, right? The worst yes. house on the best, uh, the, yeah, the worst best. house on the yeah. street, right? Yeah. Um, but really, it doesn't matter. As long as the numbers work, that's all we care about. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what was the, the extent of your, your renovations mm-hmm. in this property? Yeah. So for that one, we actually had to remove a lot of the drywall. So we redid uh, drywall. We did the insulation, new kitchen, new bath. Uh, we actually ripped off um, an extension on the back and redid a deck instead. Uh, so it was uh, it was fairly large, but it wasn't a total gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how much was something like that, that type of a job? Um, well, the total was about 80000 mm-hmm. but that included all the financing fees and, oh, and real estate fees. Yeah, yeah so, excellent. Yeah. And then you were able to sell it at the end of the day for around 280000 yep. And that's slightly above what our average is. Now, how long did that take yeah. for you to put together? That was about uh, six months from start to finish. And, wow. Yeah. wow. That's a quick and and simultaneously you have multiple other projects yes, happening. Yeah. So you're flying here and flying there. And flying Typically there. have about uh, six to eight properties what? at one time. So yeah. do you have the same like trades that just kind of cycle between project to project, or yeah. we use the same sort of sub trades, um, which we use on pretty much all of our projects, uh, and then we're recycling or cycling through other mm-hmm. uh, contractors for the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, is that after you pay your real estate commission? So yes. that's already included yep. in that number. Correct. Wow, that's yep. great. We sell a lot of houses privately. Um, so mm-hmm. there's not always that commission at the end. I see. Uh, but if if it is, then we include How do you do it so. privately? Is it on like... Uh, it's funny, you know, people will see us working on houses and, uh, you know, neighbors will come over. They want to see really? what's going on because typically awesome. it's a distressed house. So they want to first thank you for cleaning up the house and cleaning up their neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of times people just come and say, are you selling it or what's going wow, on? Excellent. Yeah. Wow, that's so really A lot of times it's sold before we even finish. Yeah. yeah. So a majority of the flips that you do, I know you said this was like a single family home. Yes. Is that what majority of your properties? Most are- of them. That's yeah. what we look for most, uh, just because it's easier to sell, easier to buy, easier to sell. Um, but really we'll take on any project. So mm-hmm. we know flipping Do you a ever as well. rent them and then sell them out to investors or are you selling to like Sometimes. the end consumer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd rather sell it vacant. It's it's a lot mm-hmm. easier to sell that way, but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll do pretty much everything. <laughs> I, I think, um, you know, it's pretty easy to learn the actual act of flipping a house. It's mm-hmm. really just about numbers, analyzing the numbers and making sure that those numbers fit. Right? Yeah. So um, that part is pretty easy. I think the part that a lot of people get wrong or get hung up on is the mindset. Right. Um, so, you know, initially, especially if you've got a spouse, you need to make sure that they're on board because yeah. if you're working a full-time job and, and trying to do this on the side, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. It's not just about the project, but it's about yeah. finding the, the house. It's about doing your research. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time that goes into it. So you need to have someone on board with you that uh, that's going to help you. And they're So obviously your wife. Wife was on board. Absolutely. Yeah. So she supported this 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And does she do this as her full-time job too? I know you said that she works nope. she together helps. with you. No, she helps yeah. out. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so we sort of do some things together, but a lot of it's just sort of left up uh, to me to do, which is fine. Yeah. It's my, it's my gig, yeah. right? 
Um, but yeah, so I think so it's mindset. And then I think, um, you know, you need, if I could have come back and started out with a coach and a mentor, uh, I would have done that. I think that's really important, especially for beginners, if they're not sure what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were mentioning that. I thought, wow, a coach, a mentor. I yeah. never really thought of that. But actually, when you're getting into something new, and you're not sure 100 percent it looks easy but yes. why take that risk and learn off of someone else's mistakes right so yeah. i think that's a brilliant idea and i've never really thought about doing that but well i think hgtv and all the shows make it look super easy to oh, do right yeah, everyone can make do. you know a hundred thousand dollars on a flip Makes and that's really just not reality right no, that's tv not. so finding someone that has done what you want to do mm -hmm. and get, engaging them to coach you is just a really smart business move no i think it's yeah. worth every penny and i think i'm going to actually use that myself even though i've got a ton of experience there's always something new to learn in this Absolutely. industry yeah. you could be in this business for 30 years I'm and still you're learning. still going to learn something new absolutely right yeah. so find someone that's been there and that has honed in on just that mm -hmm. and have them pay them to assist you for the first couple and then on your way yeah well it it's really amazing. condenses the knowledge right yeah. so what you can learn in four years by yourself they can help you learn in a shorter time frame Right. So no. did you get a mentor when you first started or was this something that no. you learned over time? No. And I really didn't have anybody in that space. So I was just kind of learning it myself and, yeah. and trying to educate myself. So uh, I didn't actually get a coach or a mentor until about a year and a half ago. So so someone yeah. would want to hire you now as a coach or a mentor if they Possibly. want to flip properties. Yeah, I've been asked a couple of times. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Yeah. That's great. And then you said that there was another um, piece of advice that you would give for those that are just looking to get started, and that was take action. Can you explain to us Absolutely. a little bit about what that means? Yeah, you know, there's there's a fine line between educating yourself and keep educating yourself and taking action, right? So, there, you know, without actually taking that step and doing something that's going to bring you closer to that goal, so whether it's buying a house or at least putting an offer in or doing something scary like that, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. you're not going to you're not going to achieve anything. So the take action part is very critical. I see way too many people that are just spinning their wheels and, yeah. and not taking that critical. Well, part. I think they they want to do it so much. Like I've been working with real estate investors for over 25 years. Yep. And I've I've yeah. done a lot of their financing, and it's specifically these investors that are getting into this or um, reaching out to do it. And that's exactly what happens. There's a lot of education and training, but it's the step, the leap of faith to go out there and yeah, actually execute. Yeah, yeah. it's it's critical part. So yeah. to get out there and make that first step. And once you get your feet wet and you taste it a little bit, and you don't have to go crazy, just buy one little That's one right. little property. Start with one. Yeah. You start with one yeah. and then just keep rolling into yeah. it. Right? You have to get over that fear and stop the analysis paralysis and, and take a, an action step, right? I totally agree yeah. with that. So, and I think one of the other, you know, fears that people have is how do they get the money? How do they pay for these flips? That's right. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, it's very difficult now in, in this, um, you know, period for banks to lend to some people, especially if they perceive that risk. So I would say, don't be afraid to use private money. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to find alternative methods of financing your deals. Yes. Yeah. As long as the numbers still work and you still make money, it's okay to pay more money. That's right. And, and, you know, that's what we always hone in on as well is, you know, you're, first of all, don't be afraid to pay, uh, eight, 10, 12% if you're going to make this much. Well, and if yeah. you didn't borrow private money, that would have never happened. For sure. Right. Yeah. And for those that are also lending their money, you're a perfect candidate to lend your money to because you're, you've got good credit. You've got good net worth, I'm assuming. And on top of it, you're making this kind of money. You're an investor. You're not solving a problem. You're creating money, creating wealth. Yeah. So I think that's a great venue for people. 
And yeah. pro funds, that's what we do. We offer private funding. So if anybody's looking for private funding for flips, yeah. development, construction, that type of thing, that's exactly what we can help you with. Okay. So if you are looking um, at getting started and doing flips or investing in real estate, you can contact profunds.ca and we'd be happy to chat with you more about how you can utilize private financing to acquire and complete these types of renovations and these types of real estate projects. As well, uh, feel free to check out 30minuteswealth.com for more information on our videos and all things real estate. 30 minutes are up. Go create wealth. Any and all of the opinions expressed by guests on this program were theirs alone and did not necessarily reflect those of the network, the producers, or the host. Please consult a professional advisor before making any investment decisions.